on Inside the Cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the Cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to show, man. This tight, though. I like this. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. It gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with all that funny. Inside the cave. How does Kat make her pudding? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. My, you guys gotta pull out your head. What comes up with this stuff? Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet for a lot of people who need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David is so <laughs> Inside the cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com, and now insidethecaveblog.com. Everybody go to insidethecaveblog.com and register. Register to insidethecaveblog.com. I'm going to tell you what you can get if you register on insidethecaveblog.com. Go to that. They will keep sending you all types of emails and shit. Uh, you're not supposed to be talking because you haven't been introduced yet, brother. All right, go to insidethecaveblog.com. Uh, register. And I tell you, it's going to be worth your while. All right, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. And we have a big show today, brother. I can't wait. We got a great show. And next to me today, uh, he is the most important person on this show. I appreciate it, man. He has the number one segment on all podcasts there is. What? Wait, what? And he and he is 36 years old and one of the two people on this show that still has a full head of hair. That's one of the reasons why I hate him. And me. Joe Dirt. What's going on, everybody? Fuck you. I go on that register from Inside the Clay blog. And uh, it'll make you a registered sex offender as well. Oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, you son of a bitch. Don't do that. God <laughs> damn. Motherfucker. All right, all right. And also, also with us today, he is a Southern baby. Oh, from Alabama. Alabama's own big dog. What's up, dog? What's up with it, man? How you feeling, big dog? I'm feeling good all the time. Also with us today, hey, he is back. Man, back at it, man. The guy that keeps this show organized. All the feedback comes through him, Cousin Lamar. Yo, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? What's up, cuz? The show don't even seem right without you, bro. I'm glad you're here. She yeah. glad to be back, man. I almost had to whoop my damn son's football coach ass. It's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of violence. Give him no time. Ooh, yeah, you got oh, well, shit. That, Yeah, that's a good yeah. Yeah, he need that ass. Right. Damn. Oh, you missed the St. Patrick or James. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about power later on in the show. And also, what is he is the co-host of this show. He's been talking out of turn the whole show, brother. I don't know, man. Veli Vell, what's up? Mr. Cave Crush himself. 
one half of it. What up, man? Understand this shit right here, man. Belly underscore veil at IG, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that other good stuff. Cave Crush is what, dog? Popping. You yeah. heard him. Cave Crush is popping. Follow us on uh, Cave Crush on Instagram and Twitter at Cave Crush. Alright, we got a big show today, man. Chicago's own I could refer to them as the Neptunes of Chicago. Uh, co-sign of the interns. Our boy, man. Me and Veli been knowing Joe Dirt been knowing him too. We all been knowing Coast for a long time, man. Watch that kid grow up and uh, shit. Now all of a sudden he's shit, major, man. I'm talking about this. For those that don't know, co-sign, part of the interns, him and his partner, too. Two, shout out to Two. Two has his own street in on the south side of Chicago. That's how big Two is. You know, the interns, baby, from Chicago. For those that don't know, I got King Drive. Hey, yeah. Them guys have produced all your major hits. All the major hits you hear. Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, Big Sean, John Legend. Come on, man. Them guys are everywhere, man. So shout out to Cosign. We got Cosign coming on today from the interns, y'all. Cosign. Veli Vell, what's your favorite uh, track produced by the interns? Um, more so because of the visual. I'm gonna have to say Nicki Minaj. Uh, uh, the Mick, uh, Nick. Damn, I can't even talk now. I got the picture in my head. <laughs> Anaconda. Uh, the song makes a lot. Uh, uh, remake. Yeah, Nicki and- Minaj. I'm just thinking about the video that messed me up. Anaconda, baby. Man, I'm just. I'm pitching her over, and you just see the twerk in the back. I mean, shout out to the cameraman. You know, I just, you know, it's just amazing that, like, you know, this dude, we remember Coast just being a wild dude, just funny. I tell him this in the interview, how funny he is, made for TV dude. And my favorite uh, joint by the interns actually is the one with uh, Jeremiah, Just a Tip. Y'all heard that one before? Ludacris and uh, Jeremiah? <laughs> yeah. Just a Tip. That's the one right there. That's my favorite. Well, I tell him that, man. So y'all going to like to hear the response and the thing is man they they don't get just songs like oh yeah i was on this guy <laughs> right. toy. they got like hits like platinum plaque hits oh yeah that's studio if, if it ain't a single if it ain't for a single it's like nah we're past i mean this, you know what i mean I and mean, i ain't gonna lie i love the john legend joint uh where they they took that chicago flavor and, and kind of flipped it up yeah you man definitely heard it on the uh the commercials and everything you know it's big when you're on car commercials i mean and, and it was just like i went out to la in 2013 holler at them about some other stuff the studio is beautiful i mean to see my man got plaques down there we tell story me he tells me a story about you know diddy coming into the studio you know how he's letting diddy hear this music and stuff like that i mean it's just to see somebody from the crib you know saying make it to that level Ah, man, I'm just glad he came on the show, man. Uh, worked it out for his boy. It took a while, but, you know, I'm glad he came on. This, this dude is busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that act like they busy. This dude is busy. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Cosign, man. That's coming on later on in the show. Cosign of the Interns is coming on, man, inside the cave. Uh, shout out to Cosign 2, the whole Interns. Write your life, as they say. Write your life, brother. Alright, let's get this show started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill Yourself and Start Over on Inside the Cave. Who you got, dog? I know you got a good one. Who you got? Hey, man, since we're coming off this holiday, right? Yes. Uh, I want to give a Kill Yourself and Start Over to everybody that showed up at the barbecue. (laughs) 
Fixing place before they ate. <laughs> yeah. Kill yourself and start the fuck over. That's a great. That's a great point, dog. I ain't go nowhere for the holiday, so I know it's, I didn't experience that this year. But that's a great point. What is wrong with our people? I bet you know what. I bet you those are the problems that just black people have that white people don't have no idea what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like that's just amazing. Our people, something else. Every year, somebody to do that. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. Uh, what else you got? Who uh, who you got, Joe? Well, I got. I'm gonna go off on a tangent. Okay, go ahead, brother. Well, I got all these assholes out here who found something wrong with what Colin Kaepernick was doing. Mm. Uh, not the fact that uh, he was sitting down for social injustices done to black people. But because they felt, oh, he's disrespecting the military, but most of the motherfuckers never been in the military. Yeah. Then they talking about, oh, well, he's disrespecting the uh, national anthem written by, by a damn slave trader who lied about how he wrote it. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these people out here with their uh, opinions, about, oh, he's disrespecting this and disrespecting that. Shit, what's disrespectful is to go serve your goddamn country and to come back and they see you as a skin color. Not a member of the damn country. So all y'all who thought uh, Colin Kaepernick's stance and you know him expressing his uh, using his amendment to express what he felt and uh, doing it peacefully and like he was burning flags and shit. All y'all can kill yourself and start over. Great point, Joe. And you know, in a couple of weeks we're gonna have uh, two people on. One person from the military. I know Joe and Cuz are uh, vet- veterans as well. I might bring on a uh, military vet and also uh, actually a Caucasian lady who feels the exact same way as you, Joe. So I'm going to have two, we're going to get have two opinions from uh, both sides and we're going to go dig deep in that. That's coming on in two episodes. All right. We're going to talk, we're going to dig more into that. That is a great point, Joe. I, I agree 1000% with that. I agree with that. Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper had this uh, quote every time. You think you got all the answers. I come back and change the question. And that's what, in my opinion, that's what the media did. He's not even talking about the military. And they just right. changed it into that. But that's just my opinion, Joe's opinion. We'll get back into that uh, in a couple weeks, uh, a couple episodes. We'll talk more about that. Who you got, Vellyville? Who you going to have on your international D? <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a military man. I try to get him on here every week. <laughs> so. Um. I'm giving my kid yourself and start over to my beloved city of Chicago. Uh, 13 murders, 50 uh, oh, people God. killed, I mean shot uh, over the Labor Day weekend. Great job, Chicago. And uh, I also want to give a special out to the media. That's um, Dwayne Wade cousin, which I'm pretty sure people heard about, uh, got killed. And I just love the fact how the media uh, consistently says, Dwayne Wade cousin was shot. D Wade cousin was shot. Right. Like yeah, the cousin of basketball star Dwayne Wade was shot. Yeah. Last time I checked, she had a name, social security number, ID. Yeah. I'm like, damn, she was a mother of four. Does anybody know that besides the fact that she's uh, Dwayne Wade's cousin? Right. Great point, man. Great point. Yeah. You get, know, get, get more respect to the dead, man. God bless the dead. See, Kill yourself, media. Chicago fake thugs, kill yourself as well. You know, this is probably the best kill yourself a start over we've done in a long time. Who you got, cuz? All right, so 
I got this dude. <clears throat> I've been off for a little while, so I've been saving this one. Go ahead, bro. But uh, this dude ain't even got a name. He he from um, Elmhurst, Massachusetts, or, or Am- Amherst. <laughs> this fool was cooking urine uh, in his apartment building. Where do you find this stuff? Cooking urine? Cooking urine mm-hmm. in his apartment building. And the owner of the building got all these complaints, calls about, you know, smelling piss all throughout the damn complex. They knock on his door. They see pots filled with urine. This fool cooking urine. Mm. So whoever you are, his name ain't even on, on, on a damn report. And now he missing. <laughs> Hold on, quote. Wow. But yeah, yeah, you, you you need to kill yourself and start over. Cooking urine, man. What that uh, smell? What that smell like? like? Uh, I don't even want to. That's a right there. He probably. No, hey. no, no, that man was making stew. I heard a cooking crack. This one was cooking urine. Uh, you know what? This is probably going to sound real racist, but what the hell? We do that a lot on this show. I'm pretty sure he probably was uh, making Chinese food. Yeah. He probably was making egg food young or some shit. Oh, man. Hey, cuz, man, I always love your kill yourself and start over. All right, here's mine. I got a few of them. I want to say this. First of all, I want to give Cat a kill yourself and start over for not timely responding to my text in a timely manner. I don't like that, Cat. I send Cat a text in the morning. She don't respond to the evening. You're going to have to work on that. All right, I don't like that. Uh, also, I want to give all the followers of Misty Stone a kill yourself and start over. Here's the reason why. I do not want to see cock shocks follow. I love the followers, but if you're gonna if you got a cock shot as your profile pic, I'm sorry, we're gonna block you. There's nothing we can do for you over here inside the cave. All right. So all of Misty Stone followers, kill yourself and start over. And also, we got a, somebody else on our on our Cave Crush page on Instagram who follows us and who thinks who doesn't understand or hasn't read the bio that that we're promoting women on this show, and he thinks that we're just a bunch of women. He is trying to give us money and all this kind of stuff. Uh, brother, kill yourself and start over and go home to your wife. I know people just like you. <laughs> all right, go home first to your wife. Money first, though. Don't kill yourself. Send the money first. <laughs> Whatever, send up money first. Oh man, and also I want to give a reset and start over to uh, to my mom. Oh come on, man. Yeah, my mom. Uh, my mom. You know when I when I was young, my mom told me, "Don't you call me by my first name. You call me mama." My uh, my uncle told me that you don't call me by my first name. You call me uncle. My granddad told me you don't call me by my first name. You call me granddad. So my mom called me CB on Facebook. Mama, you don't call me CB on Facebook. You call me the name that you gave me. You don't call me no street name that said gave me. Don't, don't do that. All right? I'm your, I'm your son, not your nigga. What's wrong with you, mama? Reset and start over. And my final kill yourself and start over is going to the black church for letting Donald Trump in there. You kill yourself. Kill yourself and start over. Uh, you can also see some of these kill yourselves and start over on that wonderful website inside the cave blog.com. That was kill yourself and start over. We got cosign. Register to the site though. Register to the site. We got cosign from the interns coming up real soon. Let's get into this. Emails and complaints with cousin Lamar. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with cousin Lamar on inside the cave. All right, cuz what you got? 
right, so first up, we got uh, Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous is writing in, says, uh, I'm with old boy who said we need to take on the cops. Enough is enough. Standing around recording shit ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people are, are feeling that way. And I tell you what, uh, Big Dog must have left. But uh, you know what's crazy about this? Uh, <laughs> everybody remembers that one line from Big Dog. That's just amazing to me how they remember that one line. Everything that went on in that interview, they remember that one line. But thank you to Anonymous. I don't know your name. I just got your uh, feedback right in, in passing. So I just thought I'd put it on the show. But uh, yeah, what else you got, cuz? Oh, you there you go. Oh, I see Big Dog. I didn't know Big Dog was there. Okay, go ahead, Big Dog. Hey, man, check this out. <laughs> just for clarification. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it makes no sense for a community of people to stand around with fucking camcorders, their phones recording, their tablets, whatever the fuck kind of device they got in their hand, watching a situation get out of control. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying attack the police or anything like that. I'm just saying, don't just stand back and record and think that your recording is going to hold up in court. Mm. Now, Big Dog, can I ask you a question? I want to quote a great man that I, I know. Who are you trying to convince? Us or yourself? ACB, <laughs> hey, you know, we come from wherever, man. We didn't stand around and watch good shit happen. I know. You know, this day and time, everybody just stands back and they watch. Right. And they bitch and complain, and then they want to get on social media, and uh, they want to tweet or do a little post, and that shit lasts for about a week, then it's over. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah, I hear you, man. Hey. Hey, I'm going to say this, dog. If I'm getting my ass whooped by the police and I see two people standing there, right? <laughs> I don't mind if one person pull out their phone to record. But the second person, you need to call the police or somebody to do something because I don't need eight different camera angles of all these motherfuckers recording me get my ass whooped. Right. It, right. Only, it only takes one phone. Now, the other phone, you can call my help. The other person can be trying to get the motherfucker off. But I don't need 37 camera lenses. And then this is how he got his ass whooped from the ground on the 45 angle. Right. Nah, I don't need all that shit. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you what. TMZ, so they get paid. <laughs> That's I mean, cool. where, hey, yeah, then they get paid. This out, though. Where I come from, if we all go out together, if one of us gets in a fight, all of us get everybody gets in a fight. Right, right, right. That's how that's how we, we out. Just just so y'all know, if we ever out and some shit pop off, mm -hmm. I see your ass standing in the corner. You got one more fight when this shit is over. Well, big dog, let me ask. Well, big dog, that's easy. I'm like, man, dog, big enough, he can handle this. Well, son. big dog, that's easy for you. Hey, big dog, that's easy for you to say. You ain't never, you ain't never hung out with Joe Dirt. See, when you when you start hanging out with Joe Dirt consistently, and you realize that every time you go out, you fighting. Let's see how let's see how long you should stay on that high horse. Hey, you a motherfucker liar. <laughs> hey, hey, see, but you know one thing about that? What? When it's your partner that gets out of line. Yeah. You know you gonna fight with him today. When you get home, you got to kick his ass for the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got ass with man. We almost got fucked up. Yeah. Hey, Joe, see, Joe. You said dog 6'6", 300 pounds. He ain't got shit to worry about, huh, CB? Hell no. I'm going to get paid on that. Uh, Let's get into What else you got, cuz? What else you got? All right. So next up, we got uh, Patrice from Indy. Mm -hmm. uh, Patrice says uh, on the Lust, Lies, and Deadly Secrets episode, she said that was very, very funny. I found John the hilarious. 
and the chemistry with her and Belly was just as good as the chemistry he has with the guys on the show. A natural fit. Keep it up. Hey. Hey. Uh, Shut up, Thunder. Go to hell. Uh, uh, Lamar, uh, Veli said it's okay. You can read the you can read the whole email. You can read the whole email. Yeah, he said it's okay. He said he's he's all okay. right. All right, all right. Uh, what the hell are you talking about? But uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, what else you got? I, I forgive the, the, the same one. Yeah, I, I get that one, man. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, what else you got, Cuz? <laughs> all right. Next one up was uh. Uh, at Miss Miss Tiffy TNT, getting me through the rest of my workday is inside the K podcast, featuring my girl Cat. Yeah, Cat hasn't been here in a while, uh, Tiff. But uh, thank you for listening. Although Cat still hasn't showed up, I can't find her. I don't know where she's at. Yeah, quit trying to get Cat shout out. <laughs> you are only listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got, Cuz? Nobody knows Cat fan club, not fans club, a fan club. <laughs> All right, what All else right. you got, cuz? What's up? What else you got? All right, next up, we got Tito from uh, from Wisconsin. Tito! Oh, Tito from Wisconsin. Yeah. So Tito says, uh, laugh my ass off at these names on a dirt sheet. I'm tuning in to y'all um, all the time now. Yeah, Tito. Shout out to Tito, man. Thank you for listening. That's my cousin's homie. Shout out Tito and everybody else over there in Appleton, Wisconsin, or wherever that is in Wisconsin by Green Bay. Hey, Tito Jackson? Uh, Jermaine and them. Nah, I think he's like Indian. <laughs> Tito <something>. Santana? <laughs> Tito Vaca? Tito Vaca. Yeah, shout out Tito. All right, what else you got, cuz? All right, so we got uh, Carol from Indy. Uh, Carol says, uh, listening to Belly and John DeCherry go back and forth, it's very entertaining. Almost like his and hers or uh, Venus versus Mars. They might need their own show and need to get a room if they haven't already. Oh, who said that? What, what's her name? That's that's who? It is Carol. It's Carol. Oh, you know, Carol be hitting us so weekly. Shout out, Carol. Yeah. But that's where you're wrong at, okay, Carol? <laughs> you almost got to kill yourself and start over saying that such thing like that. <laughs> I will not go get a room with a hermaphrodite. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Really just stuff. Never Damn. put me in that category, Carol, but you can keep the comments coming. We appreciate that. Oh wow, Belly, Belly. I don't like I don't like boy, you know what. Oh man. Go get Jonda's book, Lust Lies and whatever else. What's the name of it? What's Lust Lies and what? Sex Lies and Videotapes. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Shut up. Lust Lies and uh Trans Never mind. All right. What else you got, cuz? Alright, so uh alright, that was Carol from Indy. Now we got Cheryl from Indy. Cheryl is saying, I was laughing my ass off at Belly and you know, guess with that book. Her personality with Belly actually makes me want to go read her book. And by the way, Belly, uh, looks on y'all videos, he don't look like he has a small. I'm just saying. Now, you know, now, now Cheryl, I'm going to tell you this. I want you to send your address. I'm going to send you a gift package, a care package. It's going to be a used rubber. I want you to see how long it stretch out. Wow. You're welcome. Hey, I appreciate that, Cheryl. you absolutely right. Oh, man. All right. Hey, what else you got, cuz? This ain't that type of show. <laughs> All right, next, we got uh, Ralph from Michigan. Ralph says, uh, shout out Inside the Cave for the dope interview with my boy J.P. Thornwell and making him look good. Yeah. Hey, that that's a white... I don't know if y'all heard that episode. That You know what? That Swank PR media event, I just threw that episode out there because I gave us a week off and shit. But I tell you what, that that I met a lot of interesting people, and that that J.P. Thornwell kid, he's a white, he's a white dude from Michigan, 
dope rapper, sound engineer. You never would have thought that he was a rapper and shit, but man, the dude is nice. I checked him out. Shout out to JP Thornwell and everybody else from the, uh, the Swank PR media event. Real dope. A lot of dope people there, man. That was a good episode. Good show, too. Good to it all. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, what else What's you got, Cuz? What's your favorite song with CB? Huh? What's your favorite song with J.P. Thornwell? Don't do that. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Walked up with somebody else do it back to you, huh? Edit. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna hear this shit. <laughs> what you got, Cuz? Uh, That's fucked right, up, Joe. Next Joe. up, we got uh, Chris. Chris says, shout out CB for looking out for my little homie, Rich, Richie West, with the interview at Swank. Richie up next. Hey, now, now, Joe, Richie West is a dope artist. Now, that kid is like 19 years old. He uh, he loves Nas and AZ. That was the first dude we interviewed from there. That from kid, the West Side. From the West. I'm telling you right now, that shit just impressed the hell out of me that he said he loved him. He loved that mafioso style and shit. I was like, oh, word? Like, how you know about that? He said his dad put him on game to that. So that that that, that really impressed the hell out of me. Shout out to Richie That's West, sure. West Side of Chicago. Times. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was real impressed. All right, what else you got, cuz? All right, so uh, we got a, uh, three more up next. So next one is uh, Lisa. Uh, Lisa writes in and says, uh, listening to Ezekiel on Inside the Cave. You guys have a new subscriber on, on Google Play now. Yeah, shout out. Thank you, Lisa. What's, what's your stereo name? Was? Lisa. Lisa, yeah. Thanks, Lisa, for listening. Yeah, Ezekiel was nice, too. Uh, that's I think we all, that's the kid we saw uh, that performed for, uh, before uh, Wale that night. So we we'll interviewed oh, okay. him. Yeah, he's decent. That's yeah. what's up. All right, cool. What, uh, all right, so what, what you got, more. Um, The next one is from James. Uh, James writes in, he says, hey, did that nigga say the only reason why she likes doggy style is because nobody wants to look at her? Hey, I'm laughing at that shit. Yeah, that was Vellyville. <laughs> Vellyville was on 10. There are other people out there that like controversy. <laughs> James Howard. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Hey, uh, good looking out, James. Uh, Lawan. <laughs> James. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, what they say, CB? Bullshit sales. Controversy creates cash, brother. Jonda, we need you back on the show. Yeah, we might definitely need you if we don't find cat. All right, what else you got, cuz? Hey. So last one, uh, last but not least, the star of emails and complaints. We got Slick Rick. The star. Let's give him a drum roll. The star of emails and complaints. He on payroll now, ain't he? Yes. What do you say, cuz? Alright, so he says, uh, last episode with Lust, Lies, and Daily Secrets was five stars. I was tuned in throughout the whole show. The rap tune is perfect because it gives a break from y'all talking and then leads to something else. Joe been on point with the dirt sheets and I finally understand why y'all have the dirt sheet segment. The new Cave Crush questions was two thumbs up and it was an overall well-produced show. You earned your five stars from me. That, that's your blueprint. Yeah, that is Slick Rick. One time, give it up for Slick Rick. Slick Rick has been on it. He has been the the ghost behind the show. Uh, what what was Kareem Biggs for Rockefeller? That's like Slick Rick for us. <laughs> He's just like constantly telling me every week, this is what has to happen. This is what has to happen. That has to happen. This needs to go. That has to happen. So shout out to Slick Rick for always listening. Shout out to everybody who write in, man. We we know we, we bullshit with y'all comments to make jokes, but we definitely appreciate all the feedback. Yeah. Appreciate it, Slick Rick. We're going to see you inside the cave gold chain. 
We're going to sneak up inside the Cave K Crush shirt. <laughs> and an <the> eye patch. <laughs> oh, man. That was. We'll sneak inside the Cave Green card. That was emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar. We got a cosign from the interns coming up and the country rap tune and also the dirt sheets coming up with more on Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Filmed. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Inside the cave with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, said, ha ha ha. Cousin Lamar, International D, the International Lover, and Cat. Inside the Cave, the number one podcast in Shy. Who said that? Inside the Cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave blog.com. Go to that website right now so you can see our next guest today under the cave spotlight. Inside the cave blog.com. One of the perks of having your own podcast is you get a chance to talk to people who you really want to talk to. You get to talk to anybody who you want to talk to. And our next guest, man, somebody who I've been wanting to have on Inside the Cave for a while now, man. Glad he took time out of his busy schedule to call in and holler at his boy for a second. Uh, this guy is part of Grammy-nominated duo Homegrown from Chicago. Uh, don't forget that part. When you hear them bells ringing before a song, you know it's produced by the interns. And uh, I get the chance to have one half of the Grammy-nominated duo of the interns on today. The list goes on and on and on of the stuff that this guy has produced and been part of, man. I'm talking about from Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Rihanna, Tamar Braxton, Nas, John Legend. Come on, man. This list goes on and on and on. The Mims, every... Proud to have him on, man. Glad to say no. Like to call him a friend. You know what I'm saying? I like to look at the interns as being the Neptunes of Chicago. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at them. Welcome to Inside the Cave. Enrique the Dragon, also known as Cosine on the Beat. Cosine, what's up, brother? How you feeling, man? Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling good. Feeling great. Good to be on the line with family, you yeah. know what I'm saying? TB, what up? Man, Coast, uh, <laughs> I, I have, a, I have a, a hard time always sounding like a mark when I do interviews, man, but when I say I'm proud, man, I gotta be proud, man, to see somebody like you come up from where you came from and the situation that you came from. Anybody else in that situation probably would've just said, oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and get me a job, man, and just, but you gambled on yourself. And that's what I want to talk about. The huge gamble you took on yourself, man. And uh, see how far you want to get in depth with that, man. You know, you're looking out. I see how you look out for your son. And of course, you're going to do that. And your sister, you know, the great. When people when people speak positive of somebody, that lets you know 
that it's official, man. You know, I see on Instagram how much your sister thank you for everything that you for you that you done with her and being just a positive role model and stuff like that. So, man, let's just get right into it, man. How did you get into the game, man? What 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 started you into this, man? To be producing for the stars. Let's get back to the beginning. How you started, man? Oh man, <laughs> that's such a hard question. I always to think about where the journey began. You know what I mean? But I kind of feel like I was born, like I was born into it, man. I've always loved music. My mom had me taking piano lessons as a shorty. And I started playing saxophone in school, started playing drums in church, joined a jazz band in high school, yeah. had to sing in choir at church, playing the keys in church, you know what I'm saying? And then going away to Florida A&M, um, I played the marching band, the symphonic band, jazz band, um, class piano. Like it's just the beginning has always been just music. The foundation has just been music. And so, um, you know, I tried to rap for five minutes, so I ain't gonna lie. And I still do low-key got bars in a very special, special way. Yeah. But I really wanted to be able to participate in the music business. You know what I'm saying? And, and not really have to deal with the fame, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's really just turn up and be around all of it, make the same kind of money, but just right. kind of pick and choose when I could be on the scene and when I could be off the scene. And that led to, like, production. I read the autobiography of Quincy Jones, and it was over with. Yeah, and that's what I saw. Like now, that now that just goes to show the history of, of someone like you, and that's good. That because a lot of people think they just pick up a, a Mac and a beat machine and start producing, but you read, you, you you followed up on what Quincy Jones did. You know what I mean? So that's smart right there. And and, and let me ask you this though. And you said you wanted to be, you didn't really want the fame behind it, but. You know, you, you you like a made-for-TV-ass dude, so that's kind of crazy that you didn't really want the fame. Why, why is that? Well, I mean, I don't know, man, because on, on one hand, I definitely love to turn up, but, like, man, you know, the people are vicious, man. Yeah, the jokes, yeah. the Chicago haters, yeah. Lord have mercy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, you know... I don't know if I, if I be on that smoke all the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That smoke is great. Um, but yeah, you know, but you know, me being a charismatic dude and all that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? That just comes from being the, um, enthused about life, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people that ain't here, a lot of people that would love to be in my shoes. So, a lot of times I'm just trying to like, look at my journey and my career as like my ministry and as like something that's bigger than me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying as hope like as hope for somebody you know to inspire other people so you know right and, <laughs> and, and you didn't do it all by yourself uh, right shortly after college you hooked up with your homeboy too the homie too and uh, tell everybody how, how did that uh, collaboration like you know it's still going strong was like 12 years now right 13, th- 13 12 years now right Do anything to do with talent. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes people just saw the brotherhood and saw the love and the hunger and wanted to see us win, wanted to see us do well, so gave us opportunity just because they wanted to see young positive brothers do well. Yeah. And, um, you know, through, through with that as the foundation, you know, we've been able to just, you know, stay active, man, and continue to put numbers on the board, you know? And, and I, I saw a post that you said a, a while ago. You said that uh, you remember one time you, po- you you let two hear your beats, and he said, I'm, I'm going to fuck with you even though, even if I didn't like your beats because you a cool dude. So I forget exactly the uh, the way you said it. but Hey, said, man, I really want to know why is that what everybody remember? Why do everybody remember that dude told me my beats was whack? Why is that everybody's favorite? Story? I didn't even know that until I saw that, uh, until I saw the post. And I was like, oh, that's even dope. That's even even doper, you know what I mean? That y'all that y'all collab like that, you know what I mean? I didn't even know that. I didn't know he... You know, man, <laughs> it's, it's the craziest thing, man. I mean, nobody forgets that story. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie, yo, it was it was interesting because the first time I played on my beats, he was just like, man, your beats whack, but you cool. <laughs> wow. It was just like, man, what the... <laughs> but what you just say to me, man? But that's cool, you know though. That lets you know you're working with an honest person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. He kept it. He kept it a trillion. Yeah. So you know, we just been trying to trying to go from there, and, and you know, just continue to build, man. Continue to show love. I learn from that cat every day. Yeah. And so, okay, uh, let's speed up a little bit now. Um, y'all first, the first hit for the interns that the major breakthrough. Well, what do you consider your first your first major hit? Uh, was it what do you consider Mims two thousand and nine hit? Mims, uh, your, your, your yeah, first? I think Mims. Okay, I think Mims was like my first time like using my superpower and experiencing what that what that was when it hit the world. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you looking at your song and the video on somebody making a YouTube video dance video to it. Yeah. You know, like, you get your plaque, you know what I mean? You can see your name in the Billboard magazine. It was pretty cool, and then it was a beat that, you know what I mean? Like, I put the hook on there, and it's me on the hook with a screwed-up voice. Yeah. I'm like, damn, yo, this is, this is kind of powerful. Like, I, I did that. Like, I really did that. Is it like, is it like, is it like creating a baby almost? Is that, is that, is that whack or is that like almost the same thing? I don't know. I don't know, CB. I don't know what it's like to make babies, bro. I'm a man. I don't know. <laughs> Terrible example. I don't know if it's like making a baby. I don't know. I've never I mean, been pregnant, CB. Okay, I'll put it to you like this. Like, I remember coming, I remember coming into the waiting room or the, the actual room that it actually happened. It was just two people in there. Me and my wife. And then an hour later, it's three people in there. It, I always look at being producers like that. It's like you come into an empty room and there's nothing in there. And through the instruments, next thing you know, you got a hit. Like, you know, 45 minutes, an hour later, however long it take you to make. That's why I always compare it to. So I didn't know like if that feeling for you was like that. Yeah, my, my brother says that all the time. He always says, there's no way I could do what you do. There's no way I could do what you do. Yeah. You go in the room and it's quiet. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, funny little responsibility. Like, you know, I'm responsible to make the world dance. Yeah. I'm responsible to write some stuff that everybody's going to want to sing. It's cool. What's it's your, cool, though. 
What's your favorite song that you did? I mean, we can list them right now for all our listeners. You got Rihanna Birthday Cake, Ass Big Sean. Uh, now, this is the one that killed me. Tamar, Tamar Braxton, Love and War. That is crazy. Now, you was cool with Vince, right? That's that's what uh, helped get y'all started? Yeah, Vince and I tried to discover this. Yeah. Wow. Talk about that, man. <laughs> Man, you know, you gotta, just, you, gotta uh, you gotta take care of your relationships, man. Maintain your relationships. He was our connection, LA. Yeah. You know, and so down to the years, we just always see him in the airport and be like, "Yo, man, we're gonna be ready to take a meeting with you, man." So, and we had a situation that didn't work out. Went back to Chicago, back ridiculously, retardedly broke all over again, like famished. He cut off just hungry you know and we just did a whole fresh new demo you know everybody kept saying stop playing beats play 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 songs with hooks where the hooks at oh. you know and so um, that got uh, got me writing you know what I'm saying and writing my own hooks and demo hooks and stuff and playing them stuff playing them joints with Vince and also had the men stuff in the in the chamber yeah and so he just was like oh wow what y'all creating this is what y'all got in the pipeline which y'all want to do y'all want to do a publishing deal Ooh. take y'all over to Sony ATV introduce us to Jody Gerson Katie Welly it's got it cracking nice man nice man so what, what's your favorite what's your best song that you think that you've done I mean you work with Nas John Legend Nicki Minaj Anaconda uh, what's your best one you did man in your opinion or do you have one Oh man, I don't know. It changes from week to week. Yeah. What my what my favorite songs are? Yeah, I think I really like that Tink song though. Oh. That oh. collabo with Jeremiah. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that? Like, I feel like. What'd you say? Well, what's the name of that one? It's called "Don't Tell Nobody." Don't tell nobody. Okay. Tink, Jeremiah. And um, yeah, that's another one that you know I just had to enjoy. I enjoy putting the beat together with that classic intern's bounce. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, a real relationship hook, good chord may ratchet subject matter. And it's like a song that, like, broke Tink. You know what I'm saying? That really, like, put her out here on the mainstream and everything, you know, without the push of a record label. That's just what happens when you got an all-star Chicago team come together. What, what's it like what was it like working with Nicki Minaj man oh working with Nicki was the best that was crazy there's a lot of pressure though yeah I bet that working with Nicki was incredible yeah man and, and, she just, she's intense man she focused she knows what she wants yeah. you know what I mean she's funny I mean like like for me like I, I my biggest thing that I did before interviewing you was interviewing Maya and I ain't gonna lie I froze and my, my partner he helped me out and cause I've always been attracted to her since I was a kid I mean that's Maya so then I wait, saw wait wait interviewing who? you was interviewing who? Maya the R&B singer Maya right I interviewed her face to face in a hotel room right at that <laughs> And so I froze, and it just took me a while. This is like my third time actually meeting her, but my first time interviewing her. And so I froze though, and and I didn't, I wasn't really prepared. And like I'm prepared for you, I'm prepared for you now. And so I'm just imagining like 
I remember you telling me the story when Diddy first came into the studio, and that's why I said y'all partnership, you and two, is cool. But Nicki Minaj walking in there, I just couldn't imagine how how you how you did that, man. I just can't imagine how you how you stay focused like that, man. Damn. I mean, well, I mean, it ain't our first time working with you know a superstar female like that. Like we didn't been in J Lo house, you know what I'm saying? And so you know. You know, we've been in the business for a minute, and so there's a level of like, you know, maturity and professionalism that you gotta have too, though. You know what I'm saying? You just can't let that 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 woman walk in with them curvatures, man, and just pull you out of your zen, man, because you'll lose the placement. Right. You know what I mean? So you gotta be a Jedi, man. You gotta be able to appreciate that rotund and stay focused and stay busy. <laughs> And be productive at the same time, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> you also did Rihanna birthday cake. What was that like? Yeah. Oh, man, that's just awesome music executives, man. Shout out Karen Kwok and uh, The Dream, you know, and Rihanna. You know, we um, met with Karen Kwok and we just got through producing ass for Big Sean. You know, and um, so we was we was good in that Death Jam building. A few other joints, some Justin Bieber stuff, um, and yeah. So they got uh, uh, interns tape. We had a meeting with uh, Karen Kwok, and she sent those beats to Dream, and Dream was on tour with Rihanna. Wow. And um, and you know, it's crazy because Rihanna was sick; she couldn't even finish the song, and they had to turn the record in. So originally, Birthday Cake was just an interlude. But the album came out, and I also not really like noticed the power of Twitter because I was just like <laughs> staring at Twitter all day, like man, wonder what people think about Mariana's song. Yeah. And people was just like, man, how the hell is this song so short? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was the best song to me along, Rihanna. You got us fucked up. The Navy spoke. The Navy spoke out. You know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, the remix came with Chris Brown. It's like y'all came out of nowhere, man. You know what the you know what the best story I like I read on the internet, and I meant to tell you this one time. When you did the song with LL Cool, uh, you took the LL Cool J sample, and the story that you the, uh, how how you uh, got LL to sign off on that. I read it. If you don't mind, can you tell that story? I thought it was so dope. How you guys just prayed on it. Oh, and, we had to go see him. Yeah. Yeah, we had to go see him and play for him. Uh, it was crazy because. Um, LL don't be clearing stuff like that. Right, man. right. They don't clear samples like that. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, you know, all of us taking that field trip, man. Me, too, Shaka, Ludacris. We all just went to him like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I really respect that about how Luda and Shaka and that, and that DTP squad, how they move, man. Like, man, we need to send in stuff like, we'll come see you about it and let you know we're serious. Yeah. That was powerful. Let's all go see LL. I remember I shook his hand, you know what I'm saying, gave him that little arm slap, and uh -huh. it felt like he had a little cement inside his arm. I was like, damn, you really true to this, uh, okay, Mr. Cool J, okay, well, you know, shit, I don't want no problems, brother. You know, he took the song in the room, and we all just kind of like sat out in the lobby, and it was just, man, man. He came back and was like, yeah, I love the record. You know what I mean? He definitely can use it, gave us the approval. And, and if, you know, we in Atlanta, Shooting a crazy video with Ludacris, man. Jingle, that's it's crazy. a win. That's crazy, and I remember seeing them pics. 
y'all chilling that's crazy man you know what my favorite song by y'all is and you know i'm an r&b dude all the way just the tip i love that song bro oh wow that's the wow hey man tell wow. it, tell everybody about that You're song filthy, man i love it man that shit you would like the plot you would like the plot song with jeremiah luda and plot that shit hard man i love it man i can say it's hard but i love that that's my favorite song by y'all man <laughs> i love that shit i remember the first time i heard it i was at gci and, and then when i heard the uh bells I'm like that's the interns i remember looking at john blue he said yeah you ain't know that that was close to them. I was like, oh, wow. So I played that again. They played it on the radio, bro. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was back with that one. That was a little too vulgar. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It was crazy. <laughs> Nina Chantel, it was with Nina Chantel and Leon Rogers and Tony Schofield. And they played it. And they played it into like this to the hook. And then Nina comes in and said, did this song just say what I think it just said? <laughs> And they said they said play it again, <laughs> and that's how I remember. That's how the song broke uh, when I heard it. I'm like, wow, wow. yeah, man. GCI, I never forget that, man. It was in the morning show at, at that. <laughs> man, cool. yeah, man. Ain't no telling what you get out of us, man. Especially when you let me do some writing. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, brother, y'all just you're blessed, man. That's, that's the only thing I can say. Now I'm looking at here. You work with boys to men. <laughs> What's that like, man? I mean, uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, they the greatest, man. Shout out Sean, Wanye. Man, them guys, man. Yo, seriously, like, to me, it's just, it's just cool to just be able to see the process. Like, a lot of times, you know, we fans of these artists, but to actually be in the studio with them, watching them create, to see what that process actually is. You know what I'm saying? So that man, now, you know, it would be like you work with Voice to Men one week, <laughs> then you're in the studio with another artist the next week. And all of that shit that you learned, how Voice to Men was harmonizing, how they were stacking the vocals, how long it took them to do it, how many uh, takes it took for them to do it, how many stacks they used to do it, what they panned the vocals and what effects they used on it. You can use that right in your next session if you want to. Cool. So I just feel really blessed and privileged to have been in the room with these different artists to actually see the process and just grow as a producer. So at the end of the day, that's just really what I'm on. I'm just trying to get better every day. And you know, like I, I said at the beginning, you took a gamble on yourself. I remember, God bless, you know, your family, RIP to your mom. You know, I remember, I remember being around you that time, you know, you were real shook up, but you took a gamble on yourself, man. I mean, I don't want to put all your personal business, but what you had to do, but financially you know and everything you know you took a huge gamble on yourself it all panned out for you brother yeah man i appreciate you man i appreciate you one of the things that's real dope man uh is your relationship with puff man i know you be around puff a lot man you know he got the bad boy tour coming up and all that stuff hey describe your relationship with puff i remember two tell you and two telling me the story about when he came to the uh to your studio man to check y'all out Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> uh, we had the option of where we could meet at, you know what I'm saying? So, just the fact that, you know, too, it's like, nah, Puff, you can come to our studio, man. We, uh, <laughs> he's like, I had no problem, you know? So, seeing the Maybach pull into the parking lot, man. And wow. Him coming through, man, to just really check us out and coming to our environment, our world. And 
allow us to cook, man. It was crazy. We just were with him um, for a second for a Cassie's 30th birthday party. And, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's relationships, man. Blessed to have powerful relationships. And I saw you at uh, the Super Bowl party, I believe it was, when he had like a big screen or something. In the, was that the Super Bowl party, I believe? And it was in Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, man, this dude is with. Pop. I wish I could um, fly in town next week for the bad boy, uh, the kickoff tour, man. In Chicago, they kicking off the tour in Chicago. Yeah, man, I wish I could right. fly in. That's right, sure. I'm gonna be out the country. Oh yeah, where you where you gonna be at? Uh, Saint Kitts. Oh yeah, working out there, huh? Yeah, Saint Kitts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Little Caribbean vibe. Nice, 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 nice. So, what, what, what's, 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 what's next for the interns, co-signing the interns, man? What can we expect? I know you're gonna be at the RMC thing in October. I see y'all promoting that hard. But what else can we expect for you, as far as production-wise? Oh man, you gotta wait and see, man. You gotta wait and see. You still got it? No, it's uh. Go ahead. It's a little things brewing, man. I think I'm most, uh, I'm most excited about, you know speaking to the colleges and doing the motivational speaking and getting back, giving back. You know what I mean? I did a TED Talk earlier this year. Yeah. And uh, launched a new website, Ninja. Got a great online store on it. Free information, you know what I mean? It's free information right there. It's pop right up, you know what I'm saying? It's still, okay. you know, a work in progress or whatever, but, you know, I definitely got some drum kits. I got the Cosign kits. Like just the best kicks that I had in my collection, I'm sharing. Yeah. And so as you producers, up and coming producers are working, you know you can that kick is the heartbeat of the record. And a lot of times, sonically, it's hard to achieve the right sound. So you know, it's a little taste. Hmm. You can feel with. You know what? When you're saying the kicks, made me think of, and I'm trying to let you go, but when you the song you did for John Legend, and you took that South that Chicago. Uh, Stepping sample, man. I mean, not that stamp, but that juking sample. I remember. The, I remember when you told me you played that for Kanye West and the look he gave you, and and I caught it right away. And I was like, oh my god! I just fell out like, man. I know this dude and just sample this. That was crazy. What song was that for him again? It was uh, yeah, video. That's video class, man. That's classic, man. Classic. Yeah, man. Classic Chicago house sample, man. Yes, sir. Took that. Took that. Took that record to a whole other level. Yeah, man. I mean, and you heard it in the, when I heard it on the Chevy. You know, I work for GM, and I heard it on the Chevy commercial. I'm like, this is crazy. It is like an out of body experience. I mean, I'm like, I know this guy. This guy got a fucking GM commercial, and I'm working for GM. He has a GM commercial right now out. It's crazy. Hilarious. Man. Hilarious. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Crazy. Man, you blessed, brother. I'm with you, I'm with you in spirit. Man. I'm with you. Spirit. Yeah, man. Right. At GM. Hey, oh nah, man. You don't want to be that. <laughs> you don't want to be that. I, I mean, I'm gonna tell you something. I had to go back to GM the the day after I was in the studio with you, listening to all this stuff that hadn't even came out yet. And I was like, you talking about the biggest blow to your high? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like chilling in the studio with you, watching this production stuff, watching the guy you producing and stuff like that, and then going right back to work the next day. I'm like. Oh God, it's like crazy, man. Crazy. All right, tell yeah, us. man, it's crazy. I mean, I I think it's crazy sometimes. When, you know, one day I'm working at 
Christina Aguilera house, and then the next day I'm in Maywood at my auntie house. Like, <laughs> it's a small world, man. You know what I mean? And we all just people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's all love, man. It's all love. And, and, I, and I, I just remember when you played your uh, song on Instagram for Tyrese, and I just see the love that people give you. Like, you had that song out here. I don't know what you plan on doing with that. But everybody was rocking to that joint in the, in the studio when Tyrese played it. And I'm like, yo, these people were like really mess with dude. Like, this ain't no, like, phony stuff right here. Like, them people was jamming to that. You remember that video you, you posted? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Out here. That's... Classic, man. Shout out Tyrese, man. Hey, man, look at him. Yeah. Two of my real good friends, man, in the business. Yeah, man. All right, tell everybody what you're going to be doing at the uh, Revolt Music Conference, and then I'll let you go, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, Revolt Music Conference, man. Looking forward to seeing everybody. We're coming down there to just share knowledge and just build, man. You know, this intern mentality is all about learning and constantly being in that student position and trying to get to that next position. So this Revolt Conference, man, we just hope to just drop off some gems. Listen to some great music. Hopefully, discover some amazing talent. Yeah. You know, have a good time while we down there. Yes, sir, man. He is co-signed of the interns, Grammy-nominated, producing duo, man. Tell two, I said, what's up, man? Hey, man, I just want to tell you from from the, from the heart, brother. I'm proud of you. Keep working, keep grinding, and I'm telling you, man, you on your way. And you know what? On some other stuff, I don't understand why. Uh, I think you should just just say forget it. I'm coming out the line like cause you you a made for TV dude, man. I'm telling you, man. You're a made for TV dude, man. You just be, I know it's probably you don't want to be out there for, for certain reasons, but seriously, you're a made for TV dude, man. Okay, nah, man, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. You yeah, know. I can see I, you. I agree with you. Yeah, I see you. I see, uh, you. I see some movies in your future, bro. That's fine. <laughs> for real. Find me a five yeah, find me find me a TV show. <laughs> yeah, for real. Man. Me yeah, man. Hey, you still hooping, man? You still hooping in that league? Uh yeah, I'm still still dunking with two hands out here, man. Oh yes, you dunked on Kenny man, Smith. Man, how can I for, how can I forget about that? You dunked on Kenny Smith. Hey, what 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 was what was the reaction with that? How first of all, how you gonna dunk on an NBA legend like that, bro? <laughs> How you gonna It'd do be that? like that sometimes, bro? <laughs> you dunked on Kenny. All oh, my It'd listeners, be like that this man bro. dunked on Kenny Smith. <laughs> sometimes you gotta just represent Chicago, man. Sometimes you gotta rep Chicago. And then you, nah, hey. but Kenny, that's my homie, man. I, I love Kenny, man. That's my brother. Shaq and, and, and Shaq and Barkley, bro. Barkley was like, "Hey, who is that? Who was that guy? <laughs> who was that guy?" <laughs> I never forget. I watched it live, and I'm like, and I'm just. I was sitting with my, one of my buddies from Indiana, older guy. I was like, "This is I know this guy. I was just at the studio. Man, you always saying you know somebody. Now you know somebody who just dunked on Kenny Smith. I'm like, brother, I, I, I was just with him. I'm telling you the truth, man. Oh, man, you dunked on Kenny Smith. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Everybody YouTube. Hilarious, man. Good times. Yeah, man. Cosign, my brother, thank you for so, so, so much for coming on Inside the Cave, man. I really do appreciate that, man. Yes, sir, man. All love. Thank you for having me, bro. Yes, sir. Write your life. Hey, I got to ask you that. Where did the Write Your Life star stuff come from? Uh, the mantra, man. The mantra. Like Nike, just do it. 
<laughs> yeah, man. That is crazy. You branding yourself. You doing, man. I'm just happy, man. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it. I just wanted to sit back and holler at you, man, and, and wrap it up. And just tell your story, man, because I, I just really think that's dope how you just, you know, you took a gamble on yourself. And so many people are scared to jump as Steve Harvey would say, but you took a gamble on yourself, man. That's crazy. got to do it, man. You got to do it. All right, man. You got to do it, man. You don't believe in yourself, man. Who will? All right, my brother. Thank you so much again. And uh, you be safe out there on your, your travels and stuff. Yes, sir. All right, my man. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Love. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Of the Week. This is your boy, And I'm going inside the cave on the cave podcast. With Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Inside the cave. That's you do. Girl, I don't mean to be manish Cause something's on my mind And I decided that you should just have it Promise that it ain't too much, no I hope that you can understand this Feeling that's inside, put your fears aside And we can just manage Promise that it ain't too much, but just enough Country Rap Tune of the Week. Once again, shout out to my boy Cosign from the Interns. Write your life. My dude, I appreciate you, brother. Oh. Hey, UCB, shout out the interview, man. Good shit, dog. Good job. Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad he came through, man. My boy Cosign. That was dope. Uh, hey, before we get into the dirt sheets, I got to ask you guys a question. Uh, now, let's do this quick. This was a real quick sports update. I got to get something off my chest. Sports update. Sports update. Your weekly sports update on Inside the Cave. Now, uh, Allen Iverson and Shaquille O'Neal are headlining the uh, Hall of Fame this year. All right. And everybody's making a big deal about Allen Iverson and Shaquille O'Neal. I'm a big Shaq fan. I love, respect Allen Iverson. But let me just say this. Those two guys underachieved in the NBA. Both of them. 
Allen Iverson is an under, underachiever. Shaquille O'Neal is a big-time underachiever. They both could have did a lot more with the talent that they had. And I want to say this. Everybody who's a big mark for Allen Iverson and that crossover that he gave Jordan and want to act like that's the best crossover ever, all you people that think that, kill yourself and start over. That, that crossover was weak as hell. And Allen Iverson said it himself. I was talking with Boo the other day. He said it himself. I gave him my best move. This is a quote from Allen Iverson. I gave him my best move, and he still almost blocked it. And all you marks out there act like Allen Iverson crossed the shit out of, uh, out of Jordan. Go look up Tim Hardaway crossovers. Go look up Jay Will- uh, White Chocolate crossover. Those guys crossed over some motherfucker. Allen Iverson didn't cross over Jordan. He gave him a good move and made the shot. That's all it was. He created space and gave him the shot. He didn't face. I, that, that, that's terrible. All y'all some marks who believe that Allen. And then far as Shaq goes, Shaq is proud because he won four titles. Shit, you, you shorted yourself by three. You should have won seven. That's how I feel about that. So congratulations on going to the NBA Hall of Fame. But in my opinion, you're an underachiever. Now, how y'all feel it's about that? It's a long, drawn out tangent. All right, well, how you feel about it, brother? I don't care. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Big dog. Along in the NBA Hall of Fame or in the Basketball Hall of Fame is Tim Duncan and Tim Duncan. That's it. Oh man, whatever. And David Robinson, maybe. David Robinson's in there already. What you think of dog? Man, how you gonna hate on the Diesel man? I'm not hating. He just could have did more. He did all he could. All but he could. Kobe, Kobe was, uh, ran him off the goddamn team. Wasn't that doing. game though with, with four rings and what two MVPs? One MVP. Only one MVP? One MVP. Nobody got more than one. No, he got three Finals MVPs, but one MVP. Right. And see, that, that's one thing that always made me scratch my head, even though you got to look at the competition. But I do think he kind of was shitted on with one of those MVPs that they gave to Steve Nash. Nah, Kobe was shitted on. Well, Kobe definitely. You can't say he's the second to Mike, but the man only got one MVP. And man. I'm t- you can't say Shaq is the greatest big man of all time. Even if he is, and they only the league only gave the man an MVP, but, which I definitely think he could have easily got. But Veli, but Veli, Shaq said it himself. He took the regular season off. That's the reason why he didn't get the MVP. He said it in interviews. He told Stephen A. Smith, "I'm just here for the play. Wake me up when the playoffs come, and you'll see me get down." He said it. Can't cry about that, then. Yeah, he underachieved. At the range, he's still going to the fame, though. Well, by his stats, you can't say he took the regular season off. He, Shaq was seven I two. I don't care what he said, but by his stats, you can tell he didn't take the regular season off. Shaq was seven one, three hundred and fifteen pounds, built like a tank. So, how tall was Roy Hibbert to ever play the game? He underachieved. I was Hibber and he can't grab a fucking rebound. He underachieved, brother. Yeah. He was great, but he underachieved. And he knows it. He knows he underachieved. He knows he could have played a lot better than that. He so knows. what you mean? You mean like as far as winning MVPs or championships? Championships. Or points? Championships. When Mike left, he should have won every single MVP from uh, from 98 to 2006. Now, how is that possible when you're playing with Kobe? Right. <laughs> that, that's even more reason why you should have won. If he would have stayed in Orlando, he would have won? Even though they had a hell of a team there once Mike finally left. Nope. Nah, man. Once uh, Penny fucked his leg up, that was it. They could have won four straight if him and uh, if him and Kobe, the same way when he got down to Miami, he said, D-Wade, this is your team. That's all he had to do was Kobe. 
play second fiddle. You know what I mean? They could have won three more, but he didn't want that. He'd rather leave the team as the man than stick around. Yeah, Kobe gonna say, Shaq, this your team. He did. They won three championships for that. But then you can't. He should have kept that recipe. But big dog, you can't come into the season. It's just like people coming to work. They come to work late and all that kind of shit. The same but people that you don't like. How'd that work out for Kobe? He won. He won. Big man's head. Kobe won five. Shaq won four. Tell he me. Won three together. He won two without Shaq. Shaq won one four. without him. And, and Kobe went to the finals more than him. So Kobe achieved more without uh, uh, than Shaq. I could easily say Kobe underachieved. Oh. Uh, all right, all right. Well, we well, that's a discussion for another day. If yeah, you want to get into if you want to get into that argument. In, in any event, uh, Derrick Rose said New York is a super team. <laughs> On to the next subject. Yeah. Hey, don't you bring that dude name up? Hey, <laughs> 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 I get off Derrick Rose. You need to be arrested, as Stephen A. say. We ain't talking about Rose Tag. You better not talk about Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose got paid, and he played two games. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Not playing like he was uh, pounding one of them Kardashians. <laughs> hey man, that's I, I guess that's some Chicago shit. Cause I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> Big Dog do not. Baby, he ain't show up to work. <laughs> Big Dog do not want to hear nothing about Derrick Rose. Big Dog been saying that shit since 2011. Derrick Rose need to kill us up and start over, goddamn it. Boy, get out of Derrick back. <laughs> hey, hey, I tell you what, he finally took my advice and reset and started over in uh in New York. In New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but now he got that case looming over his head. Yeah, that's gonna be ugly, man. man. Been had that case before he went to New York. That's gonna be ugly, man. I hate, I hate that. That, ugly. that girl ain't getting shit. I don't know. I mean, that's. Some, I, I read the details of that, man. That shit don't sound good, man. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. Yeah, man, he put a spin on any goddamn thing. I don't know, brother. That one, huh? She had like five motherfucking lawyers before the one she got now. They all wouldn't take the goddamn case. I hear you, man. I, I feel what you're saying, but I'm just going by what I what I read. That shit don't sound good, brother. <laughs> that shit doesn't look good at all. Yeah, man. All right, that was our sports update. Uh, once again, shout out to Cosign of the Interns. And let's get into this, our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K podcast. Tell him something, yo! When inside the game. Alright, we got a drunk man in Tennessee who tried to make a deposit in the ATM and had to run in with some cops in a picnic table. Lonnie Hutton, 49, went to the Borough Bar and Grill in Murfreesboro and uh, made a beeline for the ATM. Everybody was looking around like, what the hell is this dude doing? Hmm. So, he pulled down his pants and his underwear and attempted to penetrate one of the ATM's holes. Huh? Oh. So he wanted to make a, a deposit in the ATM. Oh, man. That's going <laughs> to leave a mark. around the bar, thrusting his hips out until somebody called the cops and the cops came. Wow. So the cops pulled him outside and set him on top of a wooden picnic table. To try to get him to calm down, but I guess he was too excited, so he tried to fuck the wooden picnic table. <laughs> he gonna get his rocks off somehow. <laughs> so he, he, he was charged with public intoxication, 
and uh, he was stuck in the county jail and was held. Uh, he was bailed out on two hundred fifty dollar bond. Mm. <laughs> so that gives a whole new meaning to making a deposit in the ATM. Now, what what holes are in the ATM for you to stick your dick in? I, I never heard of this. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but he was gonna make one. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shop it. Hey. that money up. Let's give it a whole new meaning of fucking money up, huh? Hey, I tell you Fuck what, money. I feel bad for the person that came from behind him and got twenty dollars out. Hey, you got a surprise on that twenty, man. Hey, he must have thought ATM meant ass, tits, and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all weak. Picnic table. Hope we got a receipt after that. Oh man, what? He caught a splinter in his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna leave a mark. Oh you man! Have balls For everybody that thinks we, everybody thinks that Joe Dirt makes this story up. Go to insidethecaveblog.com and go to the dirt sheet section, and you will see the story of that Joe Dirt is talking about right now. Oh man! Oh yeah! Hey, did he get a receipt after he was done for the ATM? <laughs> back. The ATM gonna take his ass to court. But with the child support. Father, father. Man, man, man. Hey, like we said from the first ever episode, where do you find this shit at? Found it in the bowels of the internet. Bowels of the internet. Alright, that was a dirt sheet. You got a uh you got a uh, sponsor this week or no? Nah. Alright. Uh, hey, guess what though? What's Police that? ain't kill him. They arrested him and took him to jail. Ah. Wow. Did he try to jail bars right. when he got to the joint? <laughs> They try to do what? Try to fuck the jail bars or the cot, the handcuffs. <laughs> you better not in that motherfucker, boy. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey what if you was in a bar and you see a dude try to fuck the ATM? <laughs> you're in the wrong bar, brother. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you're in the wrong bar. <laughs> hey, I'm going to look at Give me some of this cat ass. I mean, cash. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to say, hey, I'm having what he's having. Uh, that's the shit that go on in the south. He's in the Tennessee. He was in Tennessee. Hey, you watch that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that was the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt. All right, Valley Vale, let's wrap this show up, brother. What you got? Uh, all right, my people. What's happening, man? Here's another one. Hey, what episode is this, CB? This is episode fifty. God damn, we have a century there, man. We almost this long. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't get into it like this for the wrap up for this crazy week. Oh man, did Joe mention sex offenders while registering for Inside the Cave updates? <laughs> yeah, he did. What? <laughs> did Cuz say a man was stir frying his piss? <laughs> hey, what? Did CB give his mom? A second reset and start over? Yes, I did. Hey, what? Proud of it. ACB, I like this one. Will dogs start a revolution while wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? That's right. Did Veli, myself, call our past guest, John Cherry, and Hermaphrodite? I'm sorry, John. You wrong for that, man. Wait, what? Is oh my fault. How much is Slick Rick getting paid an hour, CB? Hey, he ain't getting shit from over here. 
Sleep Rick on the payroll. We in debt over here. We ain't got nothing to give him. <laughs> hey, dog. What up, dog? Did Joe try to use the mute button as a way to avoid doing his dirt sheet? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, man. And did Joe say a man from Alabama, I mean Tennessee, have a threesome with an ATM and a picnic table? <laughs> Wait, what? That's right. And that is the wrap up for our what, CB? What episode again? Number 50. 5-0, Curtis Jackson, the big 50. Yeah. Shout out for everybody out there listening, man. Another wrap up gone and done. The wrap up with Philly Bell. Ain't no stopping us. Oh, man. man. Try to get a damn picnic table. You try to get a wood, some wood. Hey, once again, I want to say shout out to Cosign from the interns and, uh, man, for coming through with hanging out on Inside the Cave and everybody that's listening, all of our new subscribers. The show's been doing real good. Thank you all for doing that. Make sure you go to InsideTheCaveBlog.com and register. I'm telling you, it's going to be some good stuff, man. We and got for Let you. me add one more, CB. Go ahead. On our 50th episode, half a century, did Inside the Cave have multi-platinum Selling producer cosign on the show today. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? That's We're how you doing big things. That's how you do a 50th episode, brother. And I'm telling you guys right now, our 51st episode is gonna even be just as good. Uh, we got Candy from the Bad Girls Club coming on. Candy from the Bad Girls Club is gonna be on there, and also. I interview a 17-year-old fashion designer. Her name is Lala. This is actually my third time interviewing her, but the first time I actually getting it on ready for everybody to hear. She's a 17. Actually, by the time this airs, it'll be she'll be turning 18. But very talented girl, man. Who says we don't respect women on this show? We this is ladies first. We're giving respect to the ladies on this on Inside the Cave. So tune in. She's at the R. Kelly wheelhouse. Oh, uh, I was waiting for it. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe. No, don't do that, Joe. Don't do that. Edit. Don't, yeah, that, that's definitely going to be edited. But anyway, I need everybody to tune in next week. Next episode, we got Candy from the Bad Girls Club, and her name is Lala from Chicago, 17 year old fashion designer. I met her, Joe, we met her when we interviewed Maya that day. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, so she's a 17 year old clothing designer, man, doing it big. Uh, a lot of people is wearing her stuff now in Chicago, so we're doing it big on Inside the Cave. So tune in next week. Also, everybody, come out Saturday. Inside the Cave will be at Connie's. Pizza for uh, Jay Davis uh, film uh, release of Not Another Zombie Movie and, and, the, and the casting call for Not Another Black Movie. So everybody, if you're in Chicago, come to Connie's Pizza on the South Side, South Archer or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. But <laughs> come to Connie's, man. We'll be doing the show from there. Uh, Connie's Pizza, South Side, Chicago. So come on through. Uh, holla at your boys at Inside the Cave And maybe Cat might show up too Also let's say happy birthday to Cat as well too uh, One of these days is her birthday So shout out to Cat Give her a happy birthday Shout out to my cousin Chuck Happy birthday I know you don't listen to the show Which you should do But uh, shout out to Chuck Shout out to Hollywood said It was his birthday Oh yeah we missed his birthday I was trying to get him on the show That was last year Yeah it was his birthday Yeah shout out to Hollywood <laughs> Inside the cave turned into the uh, 
be a uh, Destiny's Child, man. We steady losing members. <laughs> <laughs> I ready to replace one female. Then you talk about if Cat don't pop up, we might have to replace up with John. So you call it John to Kelly or uh, Michelle Williams? No, nah, love, no, nah, Bella. You know you can't play around with women like that. Cat is not yeah, going man. nowhere. Yeah. Okay. You know Cat be smoking. She smoking that cigarette with a glass in her hand. No, 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 no. Like no. Cat, we're not going. We're not gonna get rid of Cat. We're not doing that. Hurry up back. Hurry up back, Cat. We miss you and the kids. That's right. All right, so that was our show. Hey, Cousin Lamar, go ahead and get us out of here, brother. Hey, yo, man. Thank y'all for coming out, listening to this show. And I hope y'all stick around with us for the next, next 50. All right. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.